0: Pat and Stu in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program today. Well, we have new economic news. Bidenomics in effect working one more time for the American people. We'll get into the details of that coming up in just a second.
1: Hey, have you fed your dog yet today? Yeah. And how'd your, your dog like it? If they liked it, how much nutritional good do you think it's doing them? If it's kibble food, the unfortunate answer is probably not all that much. Just like your body, your dog's body is instinctively searching for things that will make them healthier and happier. So the question is, since you're the owner, what can you do to make it better? Well, the answer you're looking for, the answer I found with my dog and Glenn found with his dog, is rough greens. Glenn's dog wouldn't eat, really. Uh didn't really enjoy food until he started sprinkling rough greens on top of it. My dog wouldn't eat her food uh, after we started rough greens without the rough greens being on top. It's not a dog food. It's a dog food supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. You just sprinkle on your dog's food. Brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Now, Rough Greens is so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck <clears throat> or call 833-GLEN-33. And they're going to give you a, a, your first trial bag free. That's right. Free. All you have to do is pay the shipping or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Give them a call today. Shipping is free. Actually, that's all you pay is the shipping. The bag is free. <laughs> mm, welcome. <laughs> important I just clarification. I there. just inverted it, which uh, kind of defeated the whole purpose. Something's free. <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> uh,
0: welcome, Pat. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, good to be here. Good to see you. Um, I hope you're. I mean, obviously, you're in a mode of celebration.
1: Oh, obviously, because Bidenomics is here and working so tremendously well, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from this man? What does he have to do for you to finally understand how good he's been as president of the United States? Yeah. You know, know? sometimes
0: your opponent gives you a gift. (laughs) Let me give you an example of this. Uh, Closing moments of the Super Bowl, New England Patriots, Seattle Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Marshawn Lynch, the running back for the Seattle Seahawks at the time. One of the best short yardage running backs in the NFL. hmm The Seahawks are on the one yard line at the end of the Super Bowl. Should be able to get a yard. Get a yard, right? And you got yeah. multiple chances at it. Yeah. You got to give it a shot. Well, we'll never know. Instead, they decide to throw a pass. Russell Wilson throws an interception. They lose the Super Bowl. Yep. Right? hmm This is the level of gift we have been given yeah. by Joe Biden when he himself <laughs> decided to coin his economic record As Bidenomics. Right. Like it wasn't us doing it to him like Obamacare. We did to to the other side. We said this is called Obamacare. They said, no, it's the what was it? The Affordable Care Act. Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm. And we said, no, it's Obamacare. And that led to the largest landslide election in our history in 100 years, at least at Mm -hmm. the time in 2010. If I'm thinking back correctly. The the Tea Party wave, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Obamacare was a big part of that. That it was, it, it, you know, this really unpopular program was kind of stuck on him, right? Now, of course, once it became a giveaway, it's now sort of reversed in its popularity, and it's not nearly as negative as it was back then uh, in polling.
1: But the, the that's because it's a it's almost a give a giveaway. It's like yeah. a handout, and once you start doing handouts. People become addicted to it. Social Security, for instance, which isn't a handout because you pay into it your whole life. But. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's asterisks all over that statement, yeah. but I do. Yes. I know. I know what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> but it's it's when you start a welfare program or a program right. that it, it gives people great deals, you're never going to be able to take it back.
0: Yeah. Well, it's never free stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And that is something that always invades. This is why we fought so hard against it back in 2009 and 2010. And honestly, all the way up until 2000, what, 17, 18, because mm-hmm. that was when, you know, of course, President Trump ran on repealing it. Uh, they weren't able to get that across the finish line, unfortunately. And now we're sort of stuck with it. And of course, now people have factored it into their lives. Right. They've they've made it part of their budgets that they've made it part of their lives. Now, this is totally not what I planned on talking about here, but a, a new um, chart just came out about healthcare costs. And remember all the talk about bending the cost curve? Do you remember this conversation? Yeah, and it was going to lower the payments per family $2,500 a year. $2,500 a year. And, of course, that didn't happen. It didn't go down $2,500 a year. But their argument was, well, no, what we mean is uh, it's $2,500 less than it would have been, right? Less than the cost curve, right? Eventually, you'll see that. And they went on and on and on about that, Mm -hmm. trying to make you believe it. And, of course, the media... At every step of the way told you you should believe it mm-hmm. but here now we have the results in 2008 the average u.s family health insurance premium was uh thirteen thousand dollars in 2010 it was fourteen thousand dollars so it was going up a thousand dollar about five hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. right in that stretch then obamacare came in we were told it's gonna to be twenty five hundred dollars uh less In 2010, it was $14,000. 2012, $16,000. 2014, $17,000. 2016, $18,000. 2016, excuse me, $18,000. 2018, $20,000. 2020, $21,000. 2022, $22,000. It's now double almost. It's about 60% higher than it was when Obamacare passed. My gosh. It has gone up and up and up and up and up and up. And if you look at the chart, Mm. it's you could see that the years previous going up at a pretty steep increase. And then after Obamacare, what you see is it going up at almost exactly the same level of increase, maybe a little more. Mm -hmm. This is a failure, but it was a, it was something that we tried to pin on Obama, right? Intentionally. Mm -hmm. We said it at the time, like we want people to remember this was this guy doing this to us. Right. Similarly, If we were strategizing about the 2024 election, we might say to each other, hey, I want people to remember this is Joe Biden's plan for our country. Our economic future is locked up in, let's come up with a term for it, Bidenomics. Mm Mm-hmm. That is absolutely something that could have happened. However, it is not what happened. What happened was Joe Biden, who is obviously either completely senile or a moron, decided to take... It's both. He's both. Both. Okay, Mm -hmm. thank you for clarifying Mm -hmm. that. Decided to take credit for this. He was like, when you think about what's happening to you in this economy, think about me. It's Bidenomics. I did this to you. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean it is one of the biggest gifts in history in in the history of politics. We've never seen anything like this. No one takes responsibility for their failures. That's that's the opposite of what you're
1: supposed to do in politics. And yet they lie so much. They make it seem like it's a huge success. He'll he'll often stop in the middle of a speech about the things he's accomplished and he'll say, "And they they gave me the name bidenomics for my plan they didn't mean it as a compliment but guess what it's working <laughs> i mean how many times has he done that he's done that line over and over and over and over again and as wait it's working i'm
0: glad this is them taking responsibility he's also and this is wow. a very common trait from joe biden when he wants to name himself something, mm-hmm. he acts as if other people have named yes. him that thing. Middle-class Joe. Middle-class Joe, lunch Lunchbox Box Joe. Mm-hmm. He, oh, people always called me middle. This is back when he had some energy.
1: People uh, always called me uh, middle-class
0: Joe. Uh, I, I didn't mean it as a compliment, <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
1: but I took it as one. And nobody ever called him middle-class middle, middle class Joe. No Except him. There was literally mainstream media stories
0: talking about how no one had ever called him middle class (laughs) Joe publicly until he called himself middle class Joe publicly. Yep. No one, it had never occurred. No one <laughs> would ever call him that. It's that's a so stupid great. nickname, but he yeah. wanted you to think he's middle class. Mm-hmm. He wanted you to think he's blue collar. He wanted you to think, oh, he's just a union guy, happened to get this guy. job as, as president of the United States. Yep. And the same thing happens here. No one called it Bidenomics. He said, you know what? We should own this. And there were some left-wing economists who were saying, ah, maybe we're looking at this economy wrong and and things are actually more positive. A lot of that's gone away now but he jumped on the fray at that into the fray at that time and decided to just embrace it and now it's burning him. I mean, look at the polls on it. You know, yeah. Donald Trump leads Joe Biden on this issue by more than 20 points. Mm. And this is just one of the things. It's not nearly as bad as the border stuff, which is even worse for Biden, but it is you know, something where he's failed over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you just say the border has failed? Well, Apparently, you've not listened to people like Alejandro Mayorkas. The border,
0: the border is secure. Okay. Oh. Did you
1: not hear that? Oh my gosh, no! You know what? I did miss that. Okay. Because
0: well, I, I happened to like, see thousands of people just yesterday. Right. Streaming across
1: the border. <clears throat> we actually have a look at that. Uh, I oh, think. If so, if you're yeah. watching on Blaze TV. Here's how that looks. You it's might say, wondrous. did they just put Taylor Swift tickets on sale? No, <laughs> no. That's people, thousands of them just rushing our border. Look at that. That was in El Paso last night. It's incredible. And, Pat, uh, honestly, that's I, outrageous.
0: I, but, All right. If, wow. if if I told you, if you squinted a little bit, because some of the details are a little different, but if I, you squinted a little bit and I said, hey, that's the Ukraine Poland border a year and a half ago. Hmm. Would you be surprised? The only thing about it is the Poland situation was more organized. (laughs) Uh, Like that is, it's a catastrophe. It's impossible to describe how bad this has been on the border. And that's not even, Mm -hmm. that's just another one of the problems. The border, interestingly, Pat, gives him worse polling results than even like the Afghanistan withdrawal which is a known catastrophe, right? So this has been an ongoing disaster from the day he walked into office office until today. They have nothing, they have seemingly no ability to do anything. And the one step where you might say, okay, well, maybe, look, they are taking a step in the right direction at least. They're going to build 20 miles of of wall. That's great. I I don't believe that he cares about the border, but okay, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's trying to change his ways. Nope. He wants you to know he had nothing to do with it. He wants you to know that actually walls don't work. He wants you to know that he was forced into doing this by Congress, even though Mayorkas, his own guy, is saying there's an acute need for this at the border. (laughs) And all of this adds up to a, a complete failure of a presidency. Yep. If this election is about Joe Biden, I don't think there's any way he can win it. The only way he can win it is to make it about something else obviously their target right now is to make it about Donald Trump getting arrested a million times you know again will that work i don't know they've tried these things before and they don't seem you know, and they've missed before with these predictions but the we did get the new unemployment rate uh, the new um, unemployment report today pat and uh it's so bizarre we're in such a weird time we added way more jobs than was expected 336,000 jobs added in uh, september this is above the a prediction of one hundred and seventy thousand mm. so I mean almost double yeah what they were expecting economists were expecting now they consistently miss on these predictions, so we shouldn't be too shocked by that. But again, it just shows that their efforts behind the scenes to try to raise rates to calm the economy, calm the process of all this hiring and uh, wages going up and all these things uh, aren't working. Their efforts mm-hmm. to stop the negative effects that they created by spending trillions of dollars and, and, and trying to fight inflation, it's not working very well. And if you really look at the details of the report, you get a, a different picture because you could say, oh, wow, 336,000 jobs. This sounds
1: That's pretty, pretty good. Great,
0: right? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say that a bunch of new people getting jobs is a bad thing. I mean, I, I I'm rooting for people to get jobs if they want them. That's great. But when you look at the details of the report, uh, the huge job number was uh, powered by the sectors we've been uh, used to seeing outperform in recent months. This is from the New York Times. So this is what's fueled it. This is what we've seen outperform in recent months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leisure and hospitality added 96,000 jobs led by employment in bars and restaurants. Now, look. We've all had jobs. Most of us, uh, Pat Gray being a radio star at like 14 years old might be the exception. But generally speaking, Mm -hmm. we've all had jobs um, doing leisure and hospitality work. It's good, honest work. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And I have no doubt in my mind that people are drinking a lot more under Joe Biden. So bars, (laughs) I can see why you'd need a lot of employees at bars. Yes. But this is not an economy. This is not our our pushing into the future of the economy, right? Yeah. And then secondarily, it's uh, government hiring. Up seventy three thousand of these jobs. Oh, wow. Seventy three thousand of them. Big that's government. The, both those two categories, just by themselves, are the entire overperformance. Yeah. In the job market. So that's I don't true. know. Is this as positive as people are trying to make it out to be? I would argue no. I would argue no. All
1: right. We got much more on this and and other wonderful accomplishments from this administration coming up in just a minute. <laughs> If you look in the mirror and you see dark
0: spots, you don't like them too much. You know, you want to get rid of them. They don't tend to go away on their own, but there is good news. The best in skincare, GenuCell, is here with the Dark Spot Corrector, right in time for all this, uh, you know, getting into the holidays. You want to look your best in the holidays. Dark Spot Corrector has not just one, but three cutting edge ingredients. It goes to work fast to target sunspots, dark spots, liver spots, and even discoloration on both your face and your hands. You'll be amazed at how quickly you'll see results. You can enjoy uh, the holidays. uh, And, of course, you don't have to deal with the embarrassing spots. With GenuCell, you'll see the results or your money back. No questions asked. Go to GenuCell.com right now. Get your dark spot corrector plus the best-selling ultra-retinol moisturizer with powerful retinol uh, alternative. Uh, Visit GenuCell.com slash Beck right now for the amazing uh, deals they've got going on now. Over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package, free shipping free returns and the best luxury skincare you've ever used all at 70 percent off go to genucel.com beck it's genucel.com beck they've got all orders uh, including a mystery luxury gift as well while supplies last check it out now it's g e slash beck 10 seconds station id
1: Patents too for Glenn today triple eight seven two seven B E C K the amazing jobs report uh, what was it three hundred and sixty thousand new jobs added in for, September I think it was three sixty six three sixty six even better than uh, I thought um, and yet it's not it's not good for interest rates and all that the Fed is no. saying now oh we need to cool down this uh, economy a little bit so we need to raise rates again weird it's kind of a weird situation to me yeah it is. I, and and the fact that they admit that wait the economy is too good too many people are working now of course does anyone actually believe that i mean mm-hmm. no one no. believes that the economy
0: is too good right now <laughs> <laughs> that's not something that people actually well, it's think. on fire and we need to cool it down yeah no we, i mean look the problem is not that it's too good is that it's too bad when it comes to inflation mm-hmm. now when you have a, a mm-hmm. an economy that has a high inflation you're going to get uh, you know, uh, you're going to get wages going up. Now, the problem is they're not going up as fast as inflation. So that's a problem, right? That's mm-hmm. not good for you. Hey, my pay, my pay is going up. My hourly pay is going up. But at the same time, my the price of eggs and milk and bread and housing and new cars and all the things that make up inflation are going up faster. So, that doesn't make people feel good. They, mm-hmm. remember, they They still remember the days back in 2019 when
1: things were sanely priced. This may surprise you, but uh, at the cookie company that I own, we use a lot of those products. Uh, really? Like butter. You put butter we, in Kexi cookies? We put butter in them. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I, I never detected the slightest
0: hint I, of butter. I know, right? I mean, they weigh four pounds <laughs> each, but I had never... Just, I... <laughs> There's also some sugar. You know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. I would have never guessed. I thought it was all
1: vitamins inside. <laughs> I know. A lot of people think that. Yeah. Like, how do you make these vitamins taste so good? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And that's the key. Apparently, sugar We cover and them up in butter and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and you can obtain those by going to Keksi.com. Uh, K-E-K-S-I.com. You should. Try them out. They're delicious. They're really delicious. But the thing is, it is staggering how much all of... All of these goods and, and services have gone up. I mean, butter is through the roof. Sugar is through the... Flour! Yeah, you think, why is flour going... Well, I think that's partly Ukraine for, for one thing, mm. but it's, it's other factors as well. And it's Biden's screw-ups that are causing the prices of food to skyrocket. And, you know, they claim it's 7% or whatever. It's way more than that. It's, it's been compounded yearly now... And so, from the time that he took office until now, I, I don't even know what the markup is, but it's huge. Yeah, it's we should, huge. We should go over that a little we bit should. more because this is something that the left loves to do. It's like inflation's
0: going down. What's your freaking problem, peasants? Right, right. right? Like, what, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? That's not how this works.
1: No. I mean, look, it's better than it going up. Yeah, it's, right? When it's not nine percent, it's better if it's. Four percent. Yeah. But the four percent is still an increase.
0: Yes. And, and it's an increase over previous increases. We should go through this a little bit because <laughs> yeah, this is something that. the media tries to oh, over and over and over manipulate you with. Mm-hmm. They keep telling you, why are you complaining? Do you believe these people? They just keep complaining about the economy. They don't understand that that inflation is going down. And, well, you know what? Actually, the people understand a hell of a lot better than these economists in this mm-hmm. situation. They're the ones mm-hmm. having to deal with this on a daily basis, not the people, you know, at uh, you know Harvard who are giving us these reports telling us how wonderful things are. Actual people have to live actual lives buying actual things. And that's where the impact is felt. Uh, so we'll get into that here in a second. It's 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu, in for Glenn, on the Glenn Beck Program.
2: The Glenn Beck Program.
3: Are you prepared for the unexpected? It is only a matter of time before you're out of warranty on your vehicle and your vehicles in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? Well, you can be. With a plan through CarShield. Since I called Car Shield, I don't have to worry about repair bills. I have a couple of trucks that are 8, 10 years old plus. Car Shield administrators have taken care of absolutely everything when one of them has broken down. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Cars are essential, and Car Shield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24 7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. So call Car Shield now. Save 20% off your plan, and you'll always be prepared for the unexpected 800-227-6100 or go to carshield.com slash back 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back save 20 percent now
1: as the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity we're helping you fight back one truth at a time more glenn back next It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, so, Stu, what do you make of the uh, Speaker of the House situation? Are you excited that Donald Trump has said he'd do it temporarily for 30, 60, or 90 days, if, if necessary? 30, 60, or 90. 30? Up, up to 90. Up to 90 days. He would I, I mean, to do it.
0: I think as a... A host of a conservative talk show we are legally required to discuss donald trump as a uh, house speaker like mm-hmm. whether he <laughs> wants it or not we have to always it always has to be brought up and then we always have to talk about it yes and every other time it's been brought up it seemed like such a ridiculous suggestion mm-hmm. you know look donald trump is a lot of things a process guy He's not he is not. This is not his specialty. Yeah. You know, he's just not the guy. He doesn't he doesn't bother with all of these little details of how these laws are made and pushed through. The, he's just got not people we will do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. It's not his thing. Yeah, uh, he's a, you know, much more of a big picture guy, as we all know. Um, but of course, he is, the. on the other hand, somebody who does seem to turn the Republican Party from a bunch of different factions into one one opinion. <laughs> Mm. His mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they all seem to listen to him. They all seem to be scared of him. um You know that's just the way it is. So in a way, the speaker really needs to have that. You need to have someone who feels like you're going to have consequences if you screw up. And I think Donald Trump would certainly bring that to the table. I I think you could argue well Why would he want to do this? What is the? Yeah, he's got a lot of point? irons in the fire right now. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. Yeah. So I, although I did think of this, be tough. I, Correct me if I'm wrong on this, Pat, if you see this differently. But in a way, it's almost a really inexpensive campaign. He'd be on mm-hmm. TV all the time. Yep. He'd be in the middle of every news story, even more than he is now. And he wouldn't have to go to all these states. He wouldn't have to do all this travel. He wouldn't have to spend all this money. He'd kind of just be able to sit back and they'd have to cover everything that he's doing. And so I can see it from that perspective as like an interesting thing. Obviously, could it go badly? Sure.
1: But, you know, he has a way of talking his way out of that stuff. You know, what would be the coolest part of it, though, is if he were the Speaker of the House during the State of the Union address by Joe Biden. So he's seated directly behind Biden during Biden's speech to the nation yeah oh my that would be gosh. fun that w- i didn't How think much of that fun would that be <laughs> oh the
0: faces <laughs> the would, faces oh. he'd make he'd bring props yeah i mean that would be a yes. i will
1: say if he should spectacle. do it at least for that week yes he <laughs> sh- yes <he laughs> just should. for that
0: that i will say that would be amazing
1: they should carve that out <laughs> yeah. no matter what he's the speaker of the house <laughs>
0: that week <laughs> i like that like if you have a speaker like, let's say, I don't know, uh, Jim Jordan gets it or Steve Scalise gets it. Mm-hmm. They should because they, what they do when they become Speaker of the House is they submit a list of people that they would want to be speaker if something happens to them if they're incapacitated in some way you need a temporary right. person that's why was it mchenry is currently yes. the, the the speaker yep. uh or the interim speaker he was the secretive uh speaker pro tem right so mm-hmm. they don't tell anybody who that is but there's a list of people hey go to this person first go to this person after this and so he's the guy that's up there now but if you were to put donald trump at the top of that list and then <laughs> Just like the Speaker of the House takes a vacation, like, you know, uh, Scalise or whatever just goes overseas for the for the day. <laughs> oh, we need a backup. Who is it? Uh, first oh, name, Donald this. Trump. Come on in that? for the speech. That would be hilarious. So great. Actually, so what they great. should do is put Taylor Swift back there that everyone would watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That's she's too play. busy
1: screwing up the NFL, though. Yes. yeah. She screwed
0: I, up politics already. Uh-huh. Uh, she, she, I mean, look, I know people have different opinions in this. Mm-hmm. She screwed up music before that. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> uh, but that's me. She right. looks like a cat. We've, we've discussed that earlier uh, this week. <laughs> it's, again, no no knock on her. I mean, a lot of no. people think cats are, are attractive. There's adorable cats. Adorable cats. Adorable. People have posters of cats hanging in their house. It's yeah. not a knock. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, she's you know 78% feline. It's not, it's not really... <laughs> I mean, you could do it with a DNA test or we could just look. The bottom line is, you know, that's just my opinion of her. But if you put her behind there, then no one would pay attention to anything Biden said, which Mm -hmm. also might be the case if Trump was back there, which might not be the best thing. Because as we were talking about with the economy, it's good when people are talking about Joe Biden. Yes. That is good. Yes. It's bad when people are talking about anything other than Joe Biden because Joe Biden has been a catastrophe. We were talking about this before, Uh, Pat. Uh, on the economy and we were going to talk about inflation a little bit more and there's a there's a story that came out in the i think it was the wall street journal um earlier this week let's see if i can find it real quick but they were talking about inflation and like it's it shouldn't be that big of a, a a situation to understand but the media has done such a good job at hiding why this is bad yeah Everyone understands prices going up are bad. But what people don't understand in the media uh, is essentially there's a view by economists that you can just have this uh, inflation go up by a lower percentage from year to year. And people should turn around and be happy. Hey, this is getting under control. It's coming down. That's good. And it is better than the worst. But that is Joe Biden's argument Mm -hmm. on so many topics. Yeah. Hey, we're better than the worst you've ever seen. And by the way, we're also responsible for the worst you've ever seen.
1: Yes. And that's not a good argument. Gas prices, another example of that. The border, another example of that. Mm-hmm. It, except that they don't even have that on the border because it's worse. Last month was, I believe, the worst on record. Yeah. But in
0: six months from now, <clears throat> there's a good chance it comes down by 10%, and then they're on there bragging about it again. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. W- this is that they do all the time. Uh, The headline from the Wall Street Journal, why consumers are mad about inflation even though it has fallen. And it's true because people don't realize that, or the the media is at least assuming that the average person doesn't realize how this uh, statistic works. So, like, if you start out with something that costs $100 and you have a year where it goes up uh, all sorts of concerns, it goes up 30%. So whatever you were buying before, this basket of stuff is now 100 from goes from $100 to $130 and you freak out, right? $130 for this crap. I was buying this for $100 just last year. Mm -hmm. Normal thing for people to do. Prices are going way up. $130 for the same thing I spent $100 on before. I'm very angry about that, right? Mm -hmm. And then next year, let's say inflation only goes for it goes from 30% down to 10%. Okay. What does that mean? That means that it doesn't go down to $110, uh, $110, right? It goes to $143. So now you're spending $143 on the same thing that you remember spending $100 on, and they're telling you, well, it's gone down from 30 to 10%. How are you not happy, you peasant? <laughs> and it's like, well, we're not happy because we were mad at one hundred and thirty dollars and now or it's even more mad at one hundred and forty three. Yeah. And then it goes down, you know, the next year it goes, uh, goes Oh, well, now it's only five percent inflation. Well, now I'm paying one hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. for the same thing that I paid one hundred dollars for. And that yeah. is why they can't turn this narrative around. What you would want is prices to go down if they started approaching one one ten. Mm-hmm. Right. If they were at 110, 115, people might say, well, I paid 130 last year. Now I'm paying 115. Sure, it's still higher than the hundred dollars we started with, but it's not that bad. Yeah, You would get that reaction. You kind of got that reaction with gas prices because yes. gas prices did follow that narrative. It went up to five dollars, came down to four and everyone's like, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, wait a minute. You're paying 190 when Trump left office. Mm-hmm. but here mm-hmm. now in this situation it's of course creeping back up to four i mean I, I it's i don't know what the the average national price is i don't know if you know off the top of your head but it's four bucks here yeah in, in, in texas, texas it's seven dollars so, plus in, in gavin newsom's california yeah which he blames only partially on himself which i guess is, is the new way we excuse things ah it's only partially my fault i it used to be that people would say it's actually not my fault it's here are the reasons he's just like well i mean sure two-thirds of it are my fault but the other third isn't me whatever uh but uh you know prices are are really really high once again when it comes to gas Uh, prices have been going up and now we're starting to see the other side of this where prices get so high and rates are so high you're gonna you're looking at what could be a uh, housing crash or a housing crisis and I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's a real estate agent uh, the other day, and he said uh, he works in a, you know, a, a nice town in, in Texas, and they have uh, it's a place where people want to move. And he said a year ago, they sold 22 houses in this town, 22 houses in a month. Two months ago, they sold uh, 12. Mm. Uh, one month ago, they sold nine. And last month, they sold three. Ooh. So year to year is 22 to three. Wow. That's a big slowdown. Yeah, that's so, bad. And, and you look mm. at the, the details of this. How could you move? If you bought a house in a period before, let's say, 2021, you're looking at yourself, if, unless you absolutely have to move, you're saying, I have this mortgage rate set where it is at 3% or something. If I move, I'm going to be paying 7%. Mm-hmm. So I can move for the same price in half the house. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? I'm going to stay here and guard this mortgage as if it's one of my children. (laughs) I will never let it go. I will never move. I will stay here forever. And then you have a situation where on the other side, people are saying, well, this house price is maybe okay, but when you factor in the interest rate, the payment's so high, it seems way out of my price range, so I don't want to do anything. And so neither side of the transaction wants to actually move forward. That seems to be a problem. It is a problem. And what do they want to do after today's report? Raise rates.
1: Yep, exactly right. That's going to be great. Exactly right. What could possibly go wrong, Pat? And according to this, uh, the average price of gas in the U.S., um... From U- U.S. retail gas price is currently at three ninety six. Three ninety six. That's down from four dollars last week, supposedly, but up from three seventy seven a year ago. And just
0: to give you a sense of what that means, I'm looking at the chart going back to 1992. It's oh, okay. basically the highest it has ever been, <laughs> with the exception of the blip in 2022. Uh, the summer of 22, where it hit 496. That little mountain is wow. the only thing standing above where we are right at this second. My gosh. And that's not a story that the, the media is covering. No, they're not saying, not oh my all. gosh, the prices are so high. Nope. They're still talking about how they're lower than the one month period or two month period back last summer when it was even higher. But like, if you're a presidential mm-hmm. candidate and your argument to people is, hey, Remember, we did a really terrible job before, and prices went really out of control. Well, since then, it's slightly better, but still tied for the worst of all time <laughs> from before I went into office. Like that's uh-huh. not an argument you want to make.
1: Doesn't seem like it.
0: You'd kind of run from that one, right? You don't yeah. put that one on your resume, no.
1: Yet it's one of the lead arguments for the for Bidenomics. It's incredible. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Patton Stew for Glenn coming up.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
3: My pillow is having a closeout sale on their percal sheets. Mike Lindell continues to give back to you with deals on his most popular products, You've heard me talk about My Slippers and the Giza Dream Sheets and the My Pillow 2.0, but the latest sale is on their popular Percal sheets. These sheets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, included in the closeout sale, the Queen Size Sheets. Regularly retail for $89.98, but now they're $35. Use the promo code BECK. The MyPillow Pillow percal sheets are breathable, have cool, crisp feel to them. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress and are extremely durable and machine washable. Limited supply, so now's the time to stock up for the whole family. Just go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Get the MyPillow Pillow percal sheets for as low as $25 for a twin set, 35 bucks for the Queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECK, one 966 3117 mypillow.com.
1: It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888 seven B E C K. beck Wow, we're just trying to figure out the situation with the weird flip-flopping Democrats. Of course, Republicans have done their share flip-flopping as well, but it's really amazing when you sit back and watch the positions of Democrats today, who uh, we were just talking about the fact that uh, Harry Reid used to be a big hawk on the border, Yeah, (laughs) was really pissed off that illegals were flowing across the border back in the 90s and even into the early 2000s. And then, of course, he and his whole party completely changed. Switched. Just, they don't care about the border at all anymore. No, it's, it's fine when millions cross the border illegally every year. Yeah, their justification back then was labor related.
0: They 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 were protecting unions essentially. Yes, um, because that was the thing yes. that mattered that day. Mm-hmm. And then. All of a sudden, it was well. We can't be mean to people who look differently, or whatever their justification is for letting people flow across the border. Right? Sanctuary city, sanctuary city, sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. And so they've all, they
1: all—they all changed. They thought that was going to increase their power base because they mm-hmm. figured all these people are going to vote for them now. Yep. Because they're friendly to them. Mm-hmm. The, and even maybe a weirder situation is—is is the Warhawk deal? Oh How my did, gosh! When that did is Democrats so become weird. Warhawks? Yeah. That is
0: really bizarre our entire lives it's been the opposite where they all said every war they came up with they that was you know debated they would Mm -hmm. always be they were opposed to it yeah you know sometimes they'd eventually like they voted for the iraq war but they always they turned on it quickly they acted as if things were happening there that weren't they said they didn't want to be reminded that mm -hmm. they voted for the iraq war no no they ran from it like crazy yes and now they are like i mean and it's not just the politicians this was so bizarre about it You look at, like, the polling on this, the people who approve the funding for Ukraine, it's like it's Democrats or something like 70 percent approval. And it's like, wait a minute. What? Why? Why? Wait, I remember, you know, go back to the Reagan era, if you want. I remember the conservatives being the ones that were against Russia. The, 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 the Soviet Union at the time, the left-wing senators were visiting them. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, this yes. was they did, were vacationing. Uh, Bernie there.
1: Sanders did his honeymoon, honeymoon in the Soviet Union. <laughs> and crazy. now it's like, oh, we have to fund the oh, Ukraine yeah, war. It's the That's most, important, ad- most thing. important
0: thing ever. And it's like, how does this happen? It, I, I, you realize when you really think about it that they in Washington are not like us. Like, I feel like we make decisions and we stick with them unless there's new evidence that changes our mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you're supp- I thought that's how you're supposed to operate. For them, it just seems to be, well, what's in front of me at this at this moment?
1: Exactly. What did Trump say? Oh, let's do the opposite. Like that. That is seemingly how all decisions are made these that's days. That's how deep it is. Uh, Democrat Senator, in fact, Michael Bennett of Colorado has said he'll he'll force a government shutdown to secure more Ukraine aid. I mean, that's how bad it is. The Glenn Back program.
3: to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment
1: this is the Glenn back program today featuring Patton and Stu you know I sometimes I wonder is it just me am I the only one that is so hateful that I don't think we should be this heavily involved with Ukraine oh you so it, you, you want all Ukrainians to die yeah and I love Vladimir Putin mm. I, guess, I
0: can tell of it. Yeah. yeah yeah I yeah. saw it on your car out there yeah. that big I loved Vladimir Putin bumper is
1: sticker you, and the hammer and sickle underneath <laughs> it. yes yeah. I saw I noticed yeah. that that's yeah. you right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I knew it and I, put, I hooked up speakers on my car that blare the Soviet national anthem right. wherever I go
0: which is weird it's not even the anthem they're weird. using anymore no, but the, I know. you just it's want weird. the return
1: to those days yes you know yes that's that's my hope yeah So I don't know. Uh, We'll talk about some of the possibilities for Speaker of the House and what their plans for Ukraine would be. Uh, Get into that in just a minute. First, uh, this. It's Blinds.com. we got a primetime kickoff sale going on right now. And
0: right now you can get up to 50% off their huge list of top quality and totally customizable window coverings when you go to Blinds.com. Whether you know what you're doing and you want to pick them out, or you install them yourself, or you don't know what you're doing and you want to have them do it for you, blinds.com is where you need to go. I've done this in my house. It just changes the entire look of the house. It really, the amount of improvement you can do by just adding the right blinds is incredible. And blinds.com, that's the company you want to do this with. Uh, They will give you uh, unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. They got over 25 million windows covered. So you can rest easy with Blinds, Blinds.com's uh, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Why not beat the heat? and uh, Or, you know, honestly, like help insulate your house as it gets cooler as well. Lower your electric bill at the same time with sun-blocking shades. Uh, Blinds.com is just fantastic. You're going to love them. Everyone who uses them loves them. They have over 40,000 five-star reviews. Get up to 50% off during Blinds.com's uh, primetime kickoff sale. Biggest sale ever. Do it quickly. The sale ends October 11th. It's only a few days away. Up to 50% off right now at Blinds.com. If it's Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply
1: at Blinds.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Stu, we we haven't really had a chance to talk about this this week uh, together, but uh, were you as surprised as I was that they removed Kevin McCarthy as quickly and easily as they did? Yeah. kind of blew me away. It was interesting, and, you know, I have
0: some concerns about about removing about removing mccarthy not because i like mccarthy per Uh se um, but worried about who might replace it yeah i'm worried about how this plays out because you know there's a few different ways it can and what i want what i want going into this is a plan a plan that has a good chance of success i I was Mm -hmm. talking about this with glenn yesterday and he looked at me with this He's glazed over eyes as if he had no idea what I was speaking. But let me attempt it with you here. All right. Okay. It's fourth and eight, Mm -hmm. and you're at your own 25-yard line. Yes. Most of the coaches in that situation want to punt. But a few people, let's say Matt Gates, Coach Gates, Uh is like, hey, let's go for it. Now, you look at the analytics, maybe there's some argument to go for here. It's a little <laughs>
1: risky, right? I'd like to see the uh, analytics and say, go for it on fourth and eight from your own 25. I want to see those analytics. There are some analytics I, that say I go for it a lot more than you'd think, right? Okay. So maybe that's all the, uh, right.
0: who knows? But <laughs> it's it's certainly an interesting call. Yes. So now there's this big fight on the sidelines, right? <laughs> yeah. And Coach Gates wins. They're going to go for it. All right? Uh-huh. Th- now, Coach Gates seems to be taking a, a, a victory lap at this point, which is mm-hmm. a little early Premature. because yeah. we have yeah, not yeah. actually had the play yet to see if we succeed at the fourth and eight. That's when you you celebrate the decision, right? If yeah. it works. Right. And, like, I'd argue, you know, we're getting into this in a second, but, like, someone like Jim Jordan is – you've converted the fourth and eight. Right? Like, I think that's actually an improvement. For sure. Right? Like, to so, me, for sure. A big improvement? I'm, yes. I'm excited about that
1: one. Me Steve too. Scalise – could, Somewhat of an improvement. Maybe,
0: maybe an improvement.
1: We just saw that Scalise has a, I think it was 54% record at Freedom, uh, Freedom Record. Freedom Works. Or Freedom Works. Okay. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, that's not like, good. Again, that's I, really I, not good. You should be at least in the 90s. Right, yes. I if would hope not so. Not higher. And, and my argument here is like Chip Roy's 100, 100%. Like if Chip Roy, like if
0: you had a path to get Chip Roy to be Speaker of the House, Great. Home run. Yes. Uh, like, I mean,
1: I hate to take it to another sport, but that's a home run. Like yeah. I'd be thrilled with that. Because Jim Jordan's either at 94 or 96.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, and and he's so great. He's, he's great. He's
1: so, awesome. Y- the
0: number one thing you have to do in this situation is not cheer yourself for convincing the coaching staff to go for it at fourth and eight. Mm-hmm. Number one, you have to have a really good play. Right. Mm-hmm. You better have a play that's going to get eight yards. Yeah, And number two, you don't celebrate it until you've actually converted the fourth down. Right Then it's okay to say, yes, we did it. A great choice. So Hmm. I'm concerned about this. If you think about the way that this this could play out, right? You have situation, let's say situation one, which is you get all Republicans aligned again, like they did with McCarthy. Mm -hmm. And you push through somebody like Jim Jordan, like Steve Scalise, and you'll get a, a roughly similar result. I think with Jordan, it's an improvement. Um, but again, they're still in a situation where they're only one-third of this process, right? Like, they there's still just the House. You don't have the Senate. You don't have the presidency. There's a, v- a high limitation as to what Jordan can actually accomplish with this job. It, it's very limited. So even if you get Jim Jordan, who I think from a, uh, a perspective of uh, ideology and, and um, approach, I think would be a vast improvement, he's still very limited into how much he can do in this role. So mm-hmm. I think what you get there is a similar result. You'll probably get something similar to what you got with McCarthy. Maybe a little improved. Maybe a little bit worse. Maybe Scalise is a little worse. I don't know. But they're, you're generally going to be in the same area. That's result number one. The next idea is, let's say these eight people who would not vote for McCarthy, they can't get them on board with somebody other than, than Jordan that they can all agree on. So mm-hmm. what they have to do is try to pull in a few Democrats into that vote. Now... That undoubtedly is going to get you a worse result than what we have, because you're getting Democrats to come in and agree to go along with us. That's option number two, and that option is worse. So right now you have similar or worse mm-hmm. Next up is a situation where both extremes, the AOC wing of the party of uh, the Democrats and the uh, Matt Gates wing of the Republicans, hate whoever they're nominating but the middle agrees right you get all the moderates from both sides coming together and saying you know what we'll put that person up because they're going to be like if they were to put up i don't know someone in the in the uh joe mansion or mitt romney right like again i know they're senators but like some the equivalent of that person in the middle could you get a bunch of republicans and a bunch of democrats to come together and say look this is our the establishment types this is our uh this is important we must move this along blah 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 we need someone who can bring us together blah 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 and they get that person through well that person again you're talking about someone who's this is going to be much worse than what we have now mm-hmm. and then the fourth option because you already have similar worse or much worse The last option is the Democrats unite and they are able to pick off four or five moderate Republicans, whoever you think the four or five worst Republicans are in that caucus. And they pick off four or five of them to join with them on their nomination. Not necessarily of Hakeem Jeffries. I don't think that would ever happen. But someone that the Democrats say, you know what? This is going to be better than we're ever going to get from a Republican House. Let's go with it. We'll take five moderates and we'll we'll, we'll push that guy through. With almost no Republican support, and then you're in a level of catastrophe, mm-hmm. right? It's that's a catastrophic result. So when your four options are similar, worse, much worse, and catastrophic, that's not do good. you go for it on fourth and eight? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. No. And I have no defense of McCarthy as a speaker. Really, I don't. I'm not impressed with him. He it, the only argument you can make for him is there's almost nothing he can do in this role. The only thing he can do, he's not going to get some massive passing, uh, spending cut passed. It's not going to happen. He's got to get through the Democratic Senate and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. We could all have come up with this, you know, this, this idea that he's going to pass this thing that's going to make us all happy. It is not going to occur. All he can do is get certain concessions. And by the way, the thing he passed, which I was not happy with, did pull out the Ukraine funding. Yes. Now, they they talked about a special
1: deal maybe being cut, that it would come back later. My guess is that probably is accurate. Plus, I will say that he promised uh, 98% of the budget when this would happen, when when they had to do the continuing resolutions, Mm -hmm. he would go for 98% of spending. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what he promised back in January. He actually went further than that. And went to 92% of what we were spending. Mm. So we actually did more than he promised them to do in January, yeah. which is interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's I
1: interesting to me. I, I don't think there's
0: no defense of McCarthy here. Yeah. I, but you, I don't, k- yes. I'm not particularly mm. won over <clears throat> by it. I think we could do better. Yeah. I do but too. The question too. is the, the risk is there. And so, you know, you, again, you make a cost benefit analysis when you make this mm-hmm. uh, decision. And mm-hmm. if you think the risk is worth it, okay. Go for it. Like, if, if what you had beforehand was Jim Jordan and you knew you could get him through, I think this would be a really, uh, I'd be completely It'll behind be this deal. move. Yeah. And I would not be worried about it. Yeah. But obviously, that had not occurred. Um. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's possible that Gates and, and Jordan talked beforehand and said, hey, I'll support you. But I don't think, I don't know. Can Jordan get through the moderate side of this caucus? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I'll be surprised. If I he, hope can, he can. Hope I really he hope he can. I really hope he can, and I don't think it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But it, I wouldn't say if you would have asked uh, uh, if you would have asked some Washington expert
1: five years ago whether Jim Jordan could become Speaker of the House, they it's would have so, no. told you no way. Yeah, and he had no chance, no choice. I mean, he was he was not interested in the job even. Yeah because the last time this was even a question he's like no I'm not no that wasn't I'm not throwing he, my one, he in the was ring.
0: nominated several times yeah, but he, he didn't, didn't even really know, want to be considered I'm not going to do it and again this is even if you love Jordan you're also picking someone who voted for McCarthy right true right yes and i i think there's an argument to be made that that's like look i think it can be an improvement but if the argument is well you know you don't want someone who mm. works with democrats You have to point out that these eight Republicans worked with Democrats to get McCarthy tossed. (laughs) Like, that's what they did, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. I look, I'm okay with the move if you could improve the situation. But this is, as we talked about last hour, yet another thing that takes us away from talking about Joe Biden and what has happened with Joe Biden. Right. And that does make me nervous. That is true. Look, get Jordan through. And I still don't know that the risk would have been worth it. Because just because you go for it on fourth and eight from your own twenty-five and make it doesn't make it the right move,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? That you, you, there's too much risk associated with that move. But if you make it, at least we can all celebrate a good thing. Mm-hmm.
1: And I hope that's where this turns out. And I mean, he's on board with stopping the ridiculous spending on Ukraine. He mm-hmm. he was asked by Manu Raju uh, from CNN. Are you willing to move forward with an aid aid package to Ukraine if you become speaker? And Jordan responded, I'm against that. At some point, we're going to have to deal with this appropriations process in the right way. We're going to try to do that in the next 41 days. The most pressing issue on Americans' mind is not Ukraine. It's the border situation and it's crime on the streets. I agree with that. I mean, that's
0: exactly right. All polling shows that as well by the way, if you wanna look at polling, when you talk about priorities, mm-hmm. things that matter to Americans are the economy, number one, border is right up there. Um, you know That is what they're concerned about. And yeah. so considering you happen to have the two things that Americans are most concerned about as obvious uh, disasters from the Biden administration, you'd think that would be the focus. Those two things can get you through an election. Now look, the, mm-hmm. the, the left is gonna to try to bring up abortion, um, which isn't uh, nearly as high a priority on in, when it comes to polling of, of American citizens, including Republican primary voters. I don't agree with that priority arrangement,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it I is uh, it is important to, to note that that's where it is. So Democrats are going to try to pull things like this. They're going to say, you know, Donald Trump is, is mean and he says mean things to people. He calls them fat and stuff. <laughs> um, and then uh, and that's so you shouldn't vote for him. And number two, hey, abortion, they're going to take your right away to kill your kid. And look, these are really powerful arguments. I can't. I, powerful. powerful, powerful arguments that really you should be making mm-hmm. massive decisions on the country's future based on both of those things. The protection of your right to murder children. <laughs> and of course, also <laughs> Donald Trump is mean. Those two things are vitally important to our country's future. Yep. Um, but uh, they're not as, that high on people's priority lists on either side. It's just that the, the right now, there's a little bit of a uh, snapback from Roe versus Wade being overturned. And it, they have been able to win some of these elections on smaller scales in states. And they see this as their only
1: path to success. And that's because Republicans allow them to control the narrative. And that's they're true. Terrible at marketing themselves. Terrible at it. This is not hard. So they're, to, and they're scared. It's not they're, hard. They're scared. They are scared. They they see yeah. a couple people
0: losing elections. Like you lose an election in a red state over abortion, and they think that oh no. they have to run from it. I mean, yeah, look right. look at the way that Donald Trump right. talks about it. This is a guy who has I know. arguably the best record of any president on pro-life issues. Why? Because he was able to put into uh, into motion
1: he laid the, the foundation. Over-
0: overturning of Roe versus Wade. Look, yes. yes, you can make the argument that he just was t- picking off a list from the Federalist Society. And there's tons of validity to that argument. But so what? Right. He, he actually did it. Still did it. Still you know, did it. I, nobody else has. Nobody else did it. And I, look, do I think Ted Cruz would have picked good justices that would have? Uh, yes, I do think he would have been fine in that respect. He would have known mm-hmm. all of these people. Donald Trump did what he promised to do um, yeah. when it came to overturning Roe versus Wade. He got that done. And we've admitted a thousand times on the air, neither one of us ever thought we'd see the day. That's for sure. So that record is really strong from yeah. a pro life perspective. But now he's saying, you know, look, a heartbeat bill is a major
1: mistake. I don't, I can't agree with that. I won't agree with it. Yeah. I don't care who says it. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up in one minute.
3: Every year, over 15,000 independent farms and ranches in America are driven out of business. Why? Because 85% of the grass-fed beef in America is imported from overseas. You probably didn't notice that in stores because foreign meat often wears a... Product of USA label. If you want American beef and chicken that you can trust and you want to help rebuild America, shop goodranchers.com. Every purchase puts healthy, high quality meat on your plate and supports local farms in the U.S. So stop buying imported goods at the store and get American raised meat from goodranchers.com. Make sure you use my code GLEN at checkout for a bonus of $30 off your first order of America's best meat and seafood. You can support Support American ranchers and farmers by ordering at GoodRanchers.com and using the promo code GLEN. Change the way you buy meat. American meat delivered at GoodRanchers.com. Ten seconds, station ID.
1: (laughs) We're just uh, watching the situation with George Santos. Still, still in... In office, still a congressman, I mean, despite that, the fact that he absolutely lied. He literally lied about everything, about, <laughs> about everything. And
0: he's not even close to our
1: worst congressman, is which is hilarious. Is his even George Santos? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because, uh, first of all, New York has been bringing us some real gems lately. Yeah. You know, also Bowman is from there. Um, oh, wow. The guy That's who right. pulled the fire alarm uh, yeah, the other yeah. day. And what's funny about this is like, number one. If you're George Santos, you don't get to make fun of other people, right? Like, that's <laughs> no, not one you, of the things no, you're you allowed to do, <laughs> right, right? Right. But number two, he's making these videos about Bowman and the fire alarm. Like, if you're being dunked on by <laughs> George Santos, <laughs> you should just stop. The like, biggest a, liar
1: in the history of American politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remove uh, yeah.
0: yourself immediately
1: from yes. Congress if you're getting dunked on. That's Successfully, just, by the way, by George Santos. Embarrassing. <laughs> what a weird time we live and in. And you know what? If we don't clean out our own house, how can you expect to clean out the Democrats uh, yeah. who need to be cleaned? I mean, let's please take care of our dirty laundry. Uh, George Santos being among that among that laundry, but also Mitch McConnell in the Senate. Yeah, we got to do something Bye. about that. It should be get he out. Sh- he should be gone. He, the man is Bless obviously. Having I don't wish anything problems. bad for him, but he's nope. got massive health problems, and he won't even discuss what it is. He gets indignant if you ask him about it are oh. you kidding me you're the senate minority or yeah minority leader well what do you mean you, we, we have no right to know about your health situation well we know what it is pat it was dehydration dehydrate right he didn't right, have right. enough we didn't have enough gatorade right. that day that's right dehydration that's that's what they actually tried to uh, lightheadedness don't forget the lightheaded yes.
0: situation and i think those
1: things go hand in hand a little bit when i get lightheaded The same thing happened. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I, I finally pulled I, out of it. Though. Yeah, yeah I,
0: that happened right then. I don't, whoo, don't know if you even realized yeah. that. Yeah, you just yeah, I got a little
1: Sorry, I, I was a little lightheaded there, and I haven't had a drink of water for a while. I apologize uh,
0: to hundreds and hundreds of radio stations who thought they just lost the feed. Yes, I, I realized sorry. that halfway
1: through your pause, and I
0: was like, ah! Uh, but uh, it's true. I mean, he that's what yeah. McConnell did. And mm-hmm. look, what's interesting about, I don't know, can, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the people that I heard talk about that incident on the conservative mm-hmm. side, I know I was there. Said he needs, this is ridiculous, just like we said about John Fetterman and yes. Joe Biden and, Joe Biden and, 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 and Dianne, Dianne Feinstein, Feinstein. And all he needs the to rest. be out. Yes. Uh, this is over. Yes. Get him out of office. I don't, don't want someone who can't get through a sentence—
1: As the uh, leader of the Senate for the Republicans. I've never seen anybody with a double standard on this. I don't know anybody who says, no, leave Mitch McConnell alone. He belongs right where he is. Yeah. Have you ever heard anybody defending that? No. I I haven't. Um,
0: Santos, and by the way, they they were protected in in the McConnell situation because McConnell changed the law to make it so Republicans got to nominate the next senator because they have a Democratic governor. And then the Democratic governor picks from, I think, a list of three that the republicans give him the santos situation is more complicated because they only have four a four seat majority and they could very well lose that district yeah in in the next election because it's it's not it's not a bright red district it's a purple district so that one's a a tougher one because it's so tight i can understand why they're just like shrugging their shoulders and saying there's nothing we can do right now but they'll try to take him out in the primary right that seems
1: to be their approach with santos oof more coming up just a minute the Glenn Back Program.
3: If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. ReliefFactor.com.
0: Glenn back miss his show listen anytime anywhere podcasts
1: are found stick around more after the break Patton Stu for Glenn today uh, coming up is uh, Joe Biden's major speech on convincing America. That we got to continue the unlimited aid for an unlimited period of time to Ukraine. Uh,
0: Typical. You you know, you do this all the time, Pat. You exaggerate. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to call you out on it when I hear you do it. All right. There are limits on what we can... Are there? Yes. Yes, there are. Oh. Uh, They've been very clear about this. uh Uh, As much as it takes for as long as it takes.
1: So... Okay. So after the job is finally done, mm -hmm. then we'll... We'll stop well, no, at, well, no, after no, the- Yeah, we're going to have to rebuild the whole rebuild country, the first. country right. Yeah. Once
0: right. we rebuild everything back to, like <laughs> let's say we, we just make it into a giant Disneyland. Once that's done- Then we'll- uh, Well, we we'll, need to keep the maintenance going, obviously. Uh, but I mean, okay, uh, most obviously. of the spending will be gone by then. <laughs> after we spend, you know, $11 trillion on it. Okay. Once we get to that number, I think 110
1: we'll trillion. 110 trillion. You think maybe the number? Right. I do okay. think it's around that number. Apparently, I think it is. Uh, actually, that might not be enough because it's going to go on forever, as they've told us. And I just, I, no, I just want it to stop now. I just want it to stop. And I, I don't know where conservatives are necessarily on this. I, I think a lot of us are fed up with this, mm-hmm. with the never-ending wars. Mm -hmm. and our never-ending intervention into everybody else's wars and nation-building. And I just, I want it to stop. And maybe that's too much to ask. I don't know. Maybe we're too far down that road now. Maybe we're so far from the plan, the original plan, the Founding Fathers laid out for us to stay out of everybody else's mess, Let, let Europe do Europe, and we'll just watch from here. On the sidelines, but we're, you know, we don't do that and haven't done that for a long, long time. But I want to get back to that. If we're attacked, then by golly, yes, let's put the hammer down on whoever it is that attacked us. And then let's come back home. Mm -hmm. But this never ending stuff, this as long as it takes, as much as it takes for a a nation. And you're going to have a hard time making the point, I think, that this is in the best interest of America. And they'll, of course, say that it won't stop with Ukraine. They're going to attack other NATO countries and blah, 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 blah. I think the deeper we get into this, the bigger the opportunity is for us to send troops there. And I, mm-hmm. I just I just fear that this ends with boots on the ground. I think there's a real possibility of that. And
0: and the reason you think that is because they set down 15 red lines already
1: that we've crossed. Yeah, right. right. Like uh, right, the tanks cross that line. Fighter jets yep. crossed that line. The only thing in that speech that he hasn't done are the battle trains. And right. I don't know when he's going to send the battle trains <laughs> into Ukraine, but Doing when that now, happens, that's World War Three. I got to get one of these battle trains. <laughs> they just sound awesome. Because I know you have a real affinity for trains in general. You must <laughs> no, I really not. love the battle trains.
0: Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I, who thought we could spend, waste more money on trains in this I world? Don't, I don't know. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, But it's funny because you go, you look at that and you say, "Okay, because I heard I was I listened to a little bit of Mike Pence yesterday on with Megyn Kelly. They did an interview and he's such a warmonger. He really is making the affirmative case. We need to be doing this. And he he and Nikki Haley are driving me out of my mind. I know. And this is really this is sort of new for you. I mean, I mean, new over the past decade and a half. I mean, it's not new, new. Yes. you would have, been, I think, at, there was a time in, in the your early two thousands. I would have been, yeah,
1: let's uh, let's do this. Right. this. We need that. Yeah, uh, maybe been more
0: aggressive, and yeah. you've changed a lot on that. And I, yes. I, I, and you know, when you change your opinion, as you have done, you mm-hmm. explain why and what information right. has decided to change. <laughs> right. Unlike our politicians who just
1: whimsically go from one <laughs> side to the other. Twenty-year wars tend to wear on me a bit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> really. Yeah. In in what way have you yeah. ever thought about <laughs> that? that in that, especially when after you've spent twenty years mm. dealing with that situation, and then you just throw it away at the end and give it back to the enemy, uh, that I sounds really fun. Really, have sort of a. I'm a little resistant
0: to that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I look at this and I say, okay, look, if I'm mm. if I'm a Ukrainian citizen, I am absolutely advocating for um, uh, for us to do if I'm U- in Ukraine to do everything you can to push back the this, the Russian army. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to give one freaking inch of territory, including Crimea, Mm -hmm. to uh, to the Russians. I, as a Ukrainian, if I were a Ukrainian, would be saying a lot of the things that you hear from uh, more hawkish opinions of the United States. But I would ask a Ukrainian, I would ask Mm -hmm. all the (laughs) time the americans to give me stuff yes i 100 percent. look they are literally def- they're fighting for their lives there they they, mm-hmm. they are fighting for their country their sovereignty and bless them i, I wish them the best i wish them the best too Go it's just it. the question is whether we should be involved in it at least at this scale yeah right like yep. you could argue hey can we help out in some humanitarian way there's some okay. kid who's starving and we need to get him some food hey yeah there's a lot of charities doing a lot of that work and it's good work i know people who've gone to uh the border of poland and ukraine and have fought uh uh, not fought in the battle but fought to you know be able to supply these people people. Mm -hmm. with food and like you're look it's it's a scary place to be and i don't think there's anything wrong with that instinct i think it should be done mostly by charities like that's Mm -hmm. just my personal opinion um but Mm -hmm. if there was an argument being made let's be honest about it we spend money on stuff all the time if there was an argument being made look we just need to give humanitarian aid to the people affected by this war I doubt there'd be much pushback. I think the pushback here is the argument that we might get pulled into this. Yes. And you got to depend on Joe Biden and his
1: magical competence to be able to keep us out of that situation. And I have no faith in that. I don't see how you could have faith in that. How could anybody put their trust into this brain dead president? Mm. I, I don't understand it. I really don't understand and I don't understand how he's so different on this particular situation than any other in the past, yeah. and, and yet they all are, yeah. Why? Explain that to the American people. It's hard, and and the risk is so high, right? Yeah, like very high. We're talking
0: about the number two or number three, I guess, maybe behind China, um, superpower, if you you know, or elevated power. Certainly one of the main people, countries you'd worry about in a nuclear conflict. The yep. the one the the country with let's say it plainly here the most nuclear weapons of any country mm-hmm. including us in the world right. okay with a leader who is on at some level unstable mm-hmm. who made a decision here which is erratic at best to go in at the in the first place mm-hmm. completely misjudged what was going to happen yep right um yep. and and while he's been able to gain some territory he actually over the past few months he's lost a little bit not gained any He's in a position where he absolutely cannot give up on this war mm-hmm. because he will, you know, uh, he's put too it much into really it. bad now It'll look really bad and, and mm-hmm. likely, you know, be thrown out of office uh, in some sort of coup if, if he gets overturned. Maybe or maybe not. But he, he does not see this as something he can give in to. He can't just be like, ah, you know what? Ukraine's been tougher than I thought. Let's just back off. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Like, it's possible they could come up with a, a, some sort of settlement where maybe they maintain most of the territory that they have, and honestly, that's what we should be pushing for behind the Mm -hmm. scenes. What, Mm -hmm. like, I, again, if I'm in Ukraine, I don't like that answer. But as America, prioritizing the, the avoidance of World War III is what I want. Yeah. And they Mm -hmm. don't seem to be interested in that at all. Now... There are many ways you can handle this. We've talked about mo- most of them before. And I'm not against every single intervention. You know, like I think if there's a way to protect um, a, 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 someone on the other end of a genocide that we can do uh, inexpensively and without elevating this to World War III, I think it's worth looking into. For, I'll give you an example of this. The Rwandan genocide is an example of this. You've got a million people being murdered in a very short period of time, largely by machetes, machetes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is not a a situation. They're not going to start throwing their machetes at us from Rwanda, (laughs) right? Like it's not something that can escalate into world war three. It's not something that necessarily we have to be there for an endless amount of time. And it's something that we could do really cheaply. Like, you put a bunch of guys in there with AK-47s. You and could have saved a million you lives. You could have saved a
1: million lives. And yet we turned a blind eye to that, and we're like, meh. Our calculation on that mm-hmm. by President Bill Clinton was, eh. hmm
0: Eh, you know, let's, I'll fly into the airport. I won't, I'll get, I won't even leave the tarmac, and then I'll take off again. Because we put no value in the lives of the Tutsis versus the Hutus in that particular battle. We didn't care. And I, you know, I think the argument uh, that would be made by many people would be that we didn't care because it was far away and it didn't affect us. Well, you know, like, there's a situation that you can at least make the argument. There, a lot of libertarians would say, look, you stay out of it no matter what. I can respect that uh, ideological mm-hmm. line, if that is your li- ideological line. But that is a case where I think there's a sensible choice for us to be involved. Here is a choice where, look, if you want to be involved in some capacity... You can take sides in this. I think there's a clear. Side. Look, I look. I Ukraine is incredibly corrupt. I don't look at them as these these golden children, especially no. their government. I but don't either. They were invaded by a foreign power. Power in a way that is completely wrong in my view. Mm-hmm. And I don't want. I didn't want Vladimir Putin to win this battle. I want him to lose. I, my preference would be he Me loses too. every inch of this territory, including Crimea, which we should have said back in 2014 when they took it. Mm-hmm. But the president of the United States at that time, Barack Obama, was like, "eh," right? So we shrugged our shoulders at that one, and so I want him to lose. I want him to go back. I want him to feel like he should never do this again. But that is different. It can exist at the same time by not as as an opinion of not wanting your country to be involved in World War III. Mm-hmm. And I look to be clear. If we were in a situation. Where we, maybe we would oppose if Joe Biden invaded Canada right now. And he was just like, we got to get that. We got to get the Rogers Center. The Blue Jays got to be part of
1: this country. Mm-hmm. It's insane we have one team up there. We got to get that. We're invading. We're taking over Toronto. Plus, they own about 90% <laughs> of the world supply of maple syrup. Right. We so, got to have it. We got to have it. We got to have it.
0: And if, we, if he went in there and he thought he was going to take over the country in a few mm-hmm. days and it failed, <laughs> we might be critical of him for this is a bad move. We might think it was an unjust war on our behalf, right? Um, But at the end of the day, if Russia was funding the Canadian military with enough enough crap to kill thousands of our soldiers in that war. We'd be pissed. We'd be pissed. Uh And we would be on the air, I guarantee you, arguing that we should be doing a hell of a lot more to
1: not hold just Canada responsible for what's going on, but also Russia. We'd also be saying, Vlad, do you understand that they're hoarding the world supply of maple syrup? Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Are you aware? We're trying to bring justice to this planet. Yeah. Why are you standing in our way? They have also almost the entire world
0: supply of Mazdas. Now, we have Mazdas, but they have Mazdas there. Wow. That's how they say it. Mazda. 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 It's not Mazda. It's Mazda.
1: Where (laughs) where else will we get Mazdas from? No one else calls them Mazdas. (laughs) Where are we going to get the Mazdas? As long as we're invading countries for stupid things like that. Yeah. We need to invade the UK as well because of the Jaguar thing. Oh, yeah. Jaguar. They're not Jaguars. They're Jaguars. Now, you'd think it is their language. Maybe they have the right We perfected it. We perfected it. We came along and we we helped. We helped the situation. We we did. (laughs) All right. More coming up in just a minute.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
3: MyPillow is having a closeout sale on their Percal sheets. Mike Lindell continues to give back to you with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me talk about MySlippers and the Giza Dream sheets and the MyPillow 2.0. But the latest sale is on their popular Percal sheets. These sheets are available in a variety of colors and sizes included in the closeout sale. The queen-size sheets regularly retail for 89.98 but now they're 35 bucks use the promo code beck the my pillow percale sheets are breathable have cool crisp feel to them they have deep pockets to fit over any mattress and are extremely durable and machine washable. Limited supply, so now's the time to stock up for the whole family. Just go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Get the MyPillow per cal sheets for as low as 25 bucks for a twin set, 35 bucks for the queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECK, 1-800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. All right,
1: <laughs> Pat and stew for Glenn today. Triple uh, eight seven two seven B E C K. Your Blue Jays ah! eliminated from the uh, look baseball playoffs. It's stupid. Sad. It's stupid. Astros still in it. Astros are in it. Astros still. Rangers in it. are in it, which are big. You know, big team around here in
0: Dallas. Mm-hmm. But like, I make this appeal not because my team loses two games in a row every time this happens. It's really not mm-hmm. the reason. That's not the reason? It's not the reason. I, I think it hurts more because my favorite team lost in two games again mm-hmm. and scored one run over two games. Yeah. But, like, here's the thing. It's uh-huh. a 162-game season. Yeah. I lived and died with them winning and losing in the last couple of months to see if they would get into the playoffs. It was a big deal. I spent a lot of time I care about it. I I love sports. I love the Blue Jays. I know it's bizarre. I'm the only Amer- American Blue Jays fan. hmm But, like, you play 162 games, and then you have a three-game series. Like baseball is a long-term sport, not a short-term. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be three. At the very least, it should be five. In my argument, it should be seven. I mean, I that's what that's where we're that's what it should be. That's a, that's the best way to do a baseball series because you have to see at least usually four starting pitchers. Right? Sometimes mm-hmm. three, but you could you can get away with three. But the whole long season is about having. Partially five good pitchers to start games. And then you go into the playoffs and you're like, ah, you only need two now. Like, it's dumb. And so I now make yeah. this argument for the Rays, who I am not a fan of. They're rivals of the Blue Jays. They won what, 98 games this year and they're gone in two days? <laughs> 99, ga- mm-hmm. 99 games. They won
1: 99 games. They were the second best record in the AL. And what? And th- three people showed up for the playoffs, though? That's <laughs> yeah. part of their problem right there. That is part of their problem. Yeah. I love we
0: love Tampa. We were yeah. there when the Rays were launched and we were in we were, oh, we yeah. were a Tampa based show when That's they right. started. And I'll, I'll never forget the first year. You know, you get all this excitement, new franchise. And the they had because we were the, the home of the Tampa Bay Rays and the Devil Rays at the time. They got a bunch of tickets for everyone to come. You know, who worked at the station to go see. Mm-hmm. And w- when I would leave every day, walking out the station. On the desk where the you know the assistant who had had them was, there's just a giant stack of tickets. And every day <laughs> they'd just be sitting there at the edge of the desk for <laughs> anyone walking out to just take. And nobody even wanted and them. No for one free. Would take them. I mean, it's a it's just a journey over to St. Pete. Like that that distance yeah. is is a tough distance, especially during rush hour to go to if you're from Tampa and like. And the team was bad, and yeah. no one was showing up, and no one liked the stadium. And they're and they're still in the same place,
1: and, s- and nobody still shows up. Uh, they're really like, how uh, have they kept that team there? They, it's they
0: made Moneyball over the A's, but like the Rays have accomplished m- much more. Yeah. I, I would argue. Than, oh, yeah. Than the, I think uh, so. the A's have. It's the, yeah. it's, a, it's an incredible franchise, actually, but no one seems to pay attention to, weird. to them for whatever reason. Yeah, But again, they shouldn't be out after having two bad games. They won 99 games this year. It's just a ridiculous thing that they got to change. This is the Glenn Back Program.
3: What you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is
1: the Glenn Back program. All right, uh, we got to get into the issue on everybody's mind right now, and that, of course, is sexy red. Yeah, am I right? Uh, you News are right on that, everybody.
0: Everybody. I mean, I, I feel like we're almost like the NFL now. We're just showing Taylor Swift in the box, like right. You know, every, I mean, when you hear that you're gonna hear just about to have a story about sexy red. It's almost like clickbait.
1: You know, everyone's thinking like about yeah. sexy red. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we'll tell you why uh, <laughs> in one minute.
3: Life is about being active, whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising. You know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and I've been taking it ever since. And I can tell you that Relief Factor has helped me get my life back. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety five. dollars Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-relief, 800-4-relief or relieffactor.com. Find out all about this offer and feel the difference.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Ah, welcome pat and stew for glenn today 888-727-BECK and pat let me ask you a question mm-hmm. and this is a dumb question but are you familiar with sexy red oh my gosh that is a stupid question oh, I'm sorry maybe, probably the dumbest one you've asked <laughs> really maybe ever maybe oh my ever. Gosh, I'm i sorry. mean who isn't a big fan of Sexy Red, you know what I mean. So you, when you're on Spotify,
0: mm-hmm. like how many of your top songs of of 2023 will be Sexy Red songs? All of them, oh, really. Yeah. All so of them. it's the only artist yeah. you listen to, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah. that's the thing. You make a cost benefit yeah. analysis. You say, hey, <laughs> I can listen to another Sexy Red song or a song from someone else that is so much lesser, right? And then I say no why would i do why that? would i do that why would i I'll I'll just do pick that? another i'll just play that
1: same sexy red song over and over again exactly now can you name a sexy red well, song I could but i'm not going to insult people's intelligence okay you know who are just as big if not bigger sexy red fans yeah than i am this audience huge. you know huge into the sexy red yeah as you know
0: that's very true we've done a lot right. of audience research and yeah we find we have the highest crossover <laughs> with sexy red now uh pat can i just ask you th- this is a quick question okay how do you spell sexy red uh in this context, not the two words of english <laughs> if you had to guess how, i would
1: say s e c k s y r e a d it's a good guess that,
0: was like it's not quite as, no? as 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 far as that she just says s e x
1: y y oh r-e-d okay just an extra y oh. in there it's like Zelensky. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. So, it's like Zelensky sometimes sometimes because other times you just you don't do the extra you don't y do the extra i don't know what determines that no one knows nobody knows no one knows but we do know sexy red now sexy mm-hmm. red is a is a
0: rapper and um now she is uh, some people say wait well, i don't even know who sexy red is why are they mm-hmm. talking about this She's the author and artist behind Pound Town, duh. So now you know, obviously. You're, Pound oh, Town. Pound Town! That's my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> I can't read you any of the lyrics from the song Pound Town. Uh, because we will lose our uh, FCC uh, license uh, and we be kicked <laughs> off immediately from the air. So I can't actually tell you, but if you would like to go listen to Poundtown, mm-hmm. uh, you could do that on any uh, major streaming device. I would say you could listen to the clean version, but I can't imagine one exists because it would just be silence. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you might think the first part of the story is not going to surprise you because the author of the, the song Poundtown has shockingly had a sex tape which has leaked. Now, this is, uh, mm. I mean, wow, a stunner. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think yeah. the author of Pound Town would have a song that, or have a, a sex tape that would be leaked because why would no. she be engaged in such things? You know? Right, right. You think of her as a Completely very. Completely
1: out of character. Out of character. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. But someone apparently uh, filmed her having a sex with some uh, gentleman. Oh, wow. Uh, And uh, released it. Now, again, we have a twist in the story here, Pat, because let's just say um, uh, some are some. uh, Let's think about the history of of the sex tape being released. Right. What happens in that scenario? There is a sex tape that is filmed, usually uh, sometimes without someone's consent. Uh, That's obviously really, really bad. Sometimes with the person's consent, but then the other party in the tape releases it. Mm -hmm. Or someone hacks into a phone, gets control of a sex tape and then releases it online or tries to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. We've seen this pattern play out many, many times. I do not think I've seen this particular pattern play out, out, though, because the Sexy Red (laughs) sex tape was released on Sexy Red's own Instagram feed. (laughs) Now, (laughs) wow. She claims she did not release her sex tape intentionally to uh, draw attention to herself. She was, says mm. she would never do such a thing and and of course I believe her because the author of Pound Town it would, would never be do out such of a her thing. character yeah. to release yeah. a sex tape on her own Instagram <laughs> feed. However, she claims she didn't do it and uh, and that, you might say this is a little Anthony Weiner-esque as far as uh, con- convincing me mm-hmm. <laughs> of this, uh, you know, maybe you don't believe it. But it is a very, very strange thing. You'd think maybe the author of Poundtown just says, yeah, I did it because I thought it was awesome. You know, like, like you'd <laughs> almost kind of think that would be her attitude here. But no, she's saying she did not do it. But that's not the story here. All, okay. all of that is just set up to the actual story. Um, and it's a fascinating one because it seems our own Sexy Red may get canceled. She may get canceled. And you might think, well, why does she get canceled? Because she released a sex tape on her own Instagram Be No. <laughs> of course not. That's going to do nothing but endear her mm-hmm. to her legions of fans. Um, however, she did something that crossed the line. And you might know that the line for Sexy Red is way out there. It's like a really, <laughs> it's a distant line. Mm-hmm. But she crossed it. We have the audio of her crossing the line. Are you ready to hear Sexy Red discussing her the end of her career. She did the one thing you cannot do in today's society. Here it is. Do you think more people are going to support Trump now in the hood like or Trump. no?
4: Yeah, they support him in the hood. Cause at first, I don't think uh, people was with him like they thought he was racist, saying little and you know against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people their free money. Oh, <laughs> uh, baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office.
0: Yeah, a uh, little bit of free money goes a long
1: way. We huh? need him back. Because, yeah, baby, yeah, them we, checks.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, them stimulus checks. Trump, we miss you.
3: That's like, whoa, Vicky, she's always talking about Trump. You <laughs> see her ever? I like
4: Trump. No, I ain't never seen whoa, Vicky. She's
3: funny. She's I love just so Trump, though. He's funny
4: to me. Like, I used to watch his interviews. Not interviews, like, him talking to people. He used to be calling people fat. Yeah. <laughs> he just, wow. He funny. Like,
0: there you go. So, Uh, she did the (laughs) one thing you're not allowed to do she's a trump supporter she likes likes trump Trump. oh man so therefore she must be excommunicated Mm -hmm. uh, from society not Mm -hmm. the sex tape not pound town you're right but the fact that she likes trump means she should be excommunicated and Yet another wow. layer to the story. This is one of the most layered stories we've dealt with all week. We've talked about Ukraine, we've talked about the Speaker of the House, we've talked about the border, we've talked about lots of stuff. This is by far the most interesting story of the week to me. <laughs> Why? It's also fascinating about what she likes about Trump. What she likes about Trump is that mm-hmm. she he gives her free money. <laughs> She lets black, pe- he lets black people out of jail. <laughs> he gives yep. them checks, them stimulus checks. Okay. And he calls people fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how well, is this not, not a to Trump love, campaign commercial yet? Uh, right. Uh, hi, I'm Donald Trump. I will give you free money. I'll let black people out of jail. You'll get lots of, <laughs> of stimulus checks and I'll call people fat. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a campaign sure is now one who is a conservative persuasion might be a little mm-hmm. concerned mm-hmm. Uh, that uh bunch of stimulus checks not holding people accountable for crimes <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fat part i'm pretty much fine with but other than mm-hmm. that the other stuff that she likes about trump i would not say are on the top uh, echelons of the things that i like about trump Um, I mean, if black people are innocent, of course they should be let out of jail. (laughs) They should probably face the consequences of their actions, whether they're black or white. Mm -hmm. That one, you know, not my favorite policy of Trump's. (laughs) Um, Secondarily, giving uh, free money and stimulus checks, very much not my favorite policy of Trump's. No. So I don't know. You know, look, Sexy Red is one of our. Leaders when it comes to political
1: analysis, and, and I think clearly I, a national treasure. And a nat- <laughs> you know, let's not unquestion- forget that part.
0: Unquestionably yeah, a national, a national treasure. treasure. I mean, just Pound Town alone <laughs> get you to that level. <laughs> let alone the sex tape. Let alone the desire for free money and and, mm-hmm. and, and stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. She's an American dream come true. Yes. So we can all unite there. But uh so, I mean, would this? Wow. Ch- if you're the average voter, does this change? the way you're looking like if you were you, hey I, I thought DeSantis might be pretty good but you know trump gives out those checks and calls people fat so <laughs> you know i'm on the borderline would that be the type of thing you think the decision making process like in a in a state like iowa do yeah. you think they're looking at this and they're oh, saying definitely
1: yeah definitely you know i was a big yeah. uh, pence supporter yesterday but now right. how can i sexy reds kind of won me over kind of want on the trump train of, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely look for that clip to be in an ad so, for Trump any day now. <laughs> I'll bet. That, like a lot of her base is really pissed at her. I mean, that's, yeah, a, it that's does a real seem thing. Like, yeah, they're, like, they're it does seem
0: like she's getting uh, you know, a lot of flack. Again, for all the other stuff she's done in her life, this yeah. is the thing that she's that's getting a lot of flack for.
1: How dare you say you like Trump? Like, what an incredible civilization we have going right now.
0: It is amazing. Isn't and, it? And I will say it's also interesting <laughs> that, I, you know, look, again, we could overanalyze we have overanalyzed the sexy red (laughs) commentary here, but I do think there is an aspect of this where it's just people remembering that the economy used to be good. Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, I remember that. I remember when it, what didn't feel like uh, when Mm -hmm. Bidenomics wasn't here and things felt pretty good. I mean, I don't think there's a hugely deep analysis there, but I do think that, um, that feeling is real among voters. Who, who might have problems with Donald Trump on a bunch of different stuff, but just say, at least Things were I have money in my bank account. Yeah. And I can make my own decisions on stuff.
1: And that, is, that goes a long way for people. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute.
3: Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog Uno has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor, of rough greens was on the phone with me last week he doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try so right now he's got a special gift available you can get a free bag of rough greens for your dog just to try out all you pay is shipping go to roughgreens.com Beck or call 833 glen 33 put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier 10 seconds station ID.
1: All right. Now, some have claimed that they've debunked Sexy Red's uh, portrayal of Donald Trump's presidency. That's right? True, right. But they really haven't.
0: I would argue no. Um, now, again, we're going into deep. Uh, I, I hope this is not too deep for the audience to follow because mm. it's, well, uh, this, it's hard. This sort of economic analysis can get into mm-hmm. the weeds a little bit. And <laughs> I hope you can stick with us. But Hot 97 and Apple Music's Ebro Darden. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, economist, yeah, as well. Also, uh-huh. de- he. This is according to the article. He debunked Red's thoughts with <laughs> quote. Clearly, some people don't know how the stimulus checks worked, whose money it actually was slash is, and how it got distributed. Dot dot dot. People believe anything. Now, wow, that's deep. That's not a thorough debunking of the point. You don't don't think so? (laughs) And what's hilarious about this is it's just a point to say not that stimulus checks are a bad idea. It seems to just be that like, no, you shouldn't give Trump the credit for them. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, when he says whose money it actually was, I'll tell you whose. First of all, it was probably China's or it was printed (laughs) or it was mine. Mm -hmm. It was yours, Pat. It was Mm -hmm. everyone in this audience who funded all of that. So that people could get free money and free checks. Yep. So I look at this as actually a negative on Trump's presidential record, which obviously mm-hmm. there was a lot of positive as well. But Trump never prioritized spending. He never cared about it. No. He, he never. That, I mean, he. That's true. Ran as a candidate who said, I will never touch an entitlement program. Right. Like he, mm-hmm. that was uh, obviously he went outside the norms of, of Republican thought at that time. Paid off for him. Won the election. Won the primary. Um, mm-hmm. but not my favorite part of his presidency by any means. And I, I guess I have a fundamental disagreement with both Sexy Red and Apple Music's <laughs> Ebro Darden about that fact. <laughs> so I, you know, it's a fascinating thing. The world works in so many interesting ways. And uh, you know, sometimes does. you go into a day thinking, I agree with everything Sexy Red says, and at the end of the day, hey, we have a not slight so
1: disagreement on one issue. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> we can easily overlook that, though, because we're such fans yeah. of Sexy Red. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not going to hurt my opinion of her music. No. That stands Especially alone. Especially her early works, you know? Like the acoustic sets? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. she does Pound Town ac- acoustically, <laughs> oh man.
0: <laughs> I mean, she Remember she was in the same studio that the Beatles recorded it and they uh
1: and, <laughs> right. and that was Right. Yeah. Incredible. Well, I, mean, I I wept. I wept. It was so moving. So. Yeah. Uh oh.
0: I you know, look, she's an incredible artist, an incredible political, incredible um, commentator, mm-hmm. and look, <laughs> I, she is. Uh, th- she's got some pretty Im- amazing stuff. Now we know, obviously, Pound Town. Obviously, but a lot of people don't know about Pound Town, too. Oh, Pound Town Two. Oh, there's a sequel to, Pound, to Pound, Town Pound Town called Pound Town Two. <laughs> um, there's also a song, and this one is one of my favorites because uh-huh. uh, it hits me to my core. It hits, you know how some songs just hit you where you live yeah this oh, one yeah. did that for me it's called nachos 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 yeah one okay. of my favorite things in the whole world right she has a song about it now this is uh, from her album as and I don't, I, again i'm saying this for the audience i know you know pat but this is from her album hood hottest princess mm-hmm. so that's, that's okay. good for that's her good. now that's good some of the songs I, I i can't give you the titles to. Because they uh, they have a lot of swears in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have... Um, what about Strictly for the Strippers? How do you feel about that? You you entered that one? Oh, it's
1: one of my favorites.
0: Strictly for the Strippers? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good.
0: What about Chicken Chicken?
1: Love Chicken Chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chicken too tasty.
0: <laughs> Love Chicken Chicken. Um, we have Awe A Thousand Jugs, it's which tough. is a great... <laughs> uh, Again, so many more of these would be so good if I could say now, them. Well, I can't
1: you, legally say them. You unfortunately. misled us, uh, Stu, mm-hmm. and I want to point this out about Poundtown and yeah. not being able to recite any of the lyrics. That is completely untrue. Uh, let me <laughs> oh, no. let me read for you the first. I will stanza. remind you of our responsibilities no, as I, broadcasters. Okay, and I'm okay. fully aware. Okay. <laughs> oh 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 uh 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 uh. I'm out of town, thuggin' with my rounds. Okay, and now I do would... need to stop there. <laughs> but there are some lyrics, and you can, in fact, read yeah, downtown. And here's the thing: you might be
0: thinking, like, "Wow, well, they're probably like really <laughs> sexualized lyrics." And yes, they are. And You might be thinking, yes. "Oh, there's a lot of swears the in there." The very next and that's line, also true. Mm-hmm, but yes. What you're probably not factoring <laughs> is how many n words we'd have to skip. Because yeah, so, there's a lot of that in there too. So there's few. like almost nothing we can say, but Pat did find the one part. <laughs> <laughs> there's also, I will say a lot of words yeah, I don't, man. and this is going to admit something about myself, but there's uh. a lot of words I don't understand <laughs> in the lyrics. Downtown found town in many of her other yeah. songs. There are mm-hmm. words that, that I would argue maybe are made up, but also I don't know what they mean, so I don't know if I can say them. There's a whole other <laughs> layer of this.
1: So. yeah i was a little i was a little, <laughs> little hesitant on i'm thugging with my rounds right like i don't wh- really what know that what that means right i'm afraid so maybe it was something but,
0: like you may have said the worst thing ever uttered on <laughs> radio and don't even know it
1: like i, I don't, don't know i don't know. know
0: it right you might you so. might get canceled for that sentence <laughs> and you'd be
1: completely
0: unaware of why
1: and and it's that's why i didn't want to read any of them that would be really unfortunate frankly it's unfair just like it is unfair unfair. to sexy red yes
0: who didn't know she would get canceled for saying she was a trump supporter no she did clearly she she did all she does is like a president who's gonna call people fat right what's wrong with that nothing i mean this is america yeah if you can't call chris christie fat what kind of country is this you know, and poor sexy red is feeling the heat from this, and I I think it's wrong. We're gonna start a GoFundMe for sexy red <laughs> coming up. We'll go give you the details on that. You need to support her. Yeah, absolutely. You know, she's just okay. just trying to get to Poundtown. Mm-hmm. Get to Poundtown, get home. That's all she wants.
1: <laughs> and who can blame her? Frank.
0: The Glen Back program.
3: Are you prepared for the unexpected? It is only a matter of time before you're out of warranty on your vehicle and your vehicles in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. If that unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready? Well, you can be with a plan through CarShield. Since I called Car Shield, I don't have to worry about repair bills. I have a couple of trucks that are 8, 10 years old plus. Car Shield administrators have taken care of absolutely everything when one of them has broken down. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Cars are essential, and Car Shield offers protection plans to fit every budget and include 24 7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and rental car eligibility. So call Car Shield now. Save 20% off your plan, and you'll always be prepared for the unexpected 800-227-6100 or go to carshield.com slash back 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back save 20 percent now
4: glenn
0: beck avoiding the woke mainstream messaging in favor of
1: truth more glenn beck in a moment Cat and stew for Glenn today. Uh, there's more outrage over yet another uh, transgendered person who c- is competing against girls, uh, this time in Maine. Uh, at the XC Festival of Champions hmm. last Saturday, Maine Coast Waldorf High School sophomore, uh, Soren Stark previously that? competed in the boys category for the school just a year ago and was ranked a hundred and seventy second okay so not very good not very good mm-hmm. um after the transition so wait writer, hold on
0: yeah I, you're gonna give this away here mm-hmm. after the transition I, right. there's no now if I think there's about no the science right? here, there's yeah. no evidence no evidence that, that right. he would improve mm-hmm. going to the female
1: side so I would assume right. if and, I were to guess I mean they're just okay what would you assume one hundred and seventy second okay no uh just slightly higher than that wow number four In the girls' division, number four. So 172nd. To number four. To number four. But there's no evidence. So a little bit of of improvement, but yeah, again, there's no evidence. Just
0: like there's no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in anything with Hunter Biden. Thank you. No evidence. No No evidence evidence. that he ever was involved in any of of the business partners. That's correct. And there's no evidence at all. Science teaches us quite clearly Mm -hmm. that there's no difference Physically, between men and women, boys and girls.
1: Especially when it comes to physical competition. Right. There's just no difference. No difference. Same exact thing. That's why we see examples, so many examples of biological females who have made the transition to male who then compete Against men in men's sports. So many of and them. And we see so many of these biological females dominate men in men's sports. Right. Like, that was that you know? one case where, uh, where
0: a, a woman mm-hmm. uh, was, uh, like, ranked, like, you know, 172nd and then went over to the men's division and was 4th. That happens a lot.
1: and there's... Yeah. Except for well, never. I don't remember, I don't remember There's no happening. example of that. Never. And Not even one? It, no. There's not one There example. has to be one. There's not one that I know of, but I'd love to hear of one if that anybody would, I, has an example. Legitimately, I, that would be fascinating. I would, I'd be like really the, interested uh, in that. Is it
0: possible, like, like, just think of this out, like maybe something mm. like, like gymnastics or something? I don't know. Mm. Probably not. Probably not. No, because I think, the, like while, like the typical female gymnastic, uh, gymnastic participant is so much more flexible than a man with the same athletic ability, yeah, the yeah. the men who can actually do gymnastics are spectacular at these things. Yeah, and yeah, arguably would be, are as good or better than women, but they do different things they than do different the women things. do. But like they do like the crazy vaulting, for example. Like, yeah, I, again, yes, I don't know enough do about that. gymnastics to sure. know, but they do the bars. They do all sorts yeah. of a lot of the same events. Yeah, I don't think if if Simone Biles went over to men's gymnastics, would she be a great men's gymnast? I don't I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. think so, but I will say I have a daughter who does gymnastics and uh, while and she seems to be pretty good, like she's she made the nationals last year and she's oh, wow. like, doing really well. And mm-hmm. she'd only been doing it for a couple, you know, a couple years. Um, and every part of what she does, all of the things that she does, are all things there has not been one day in my life I could do. All of them mm-hmm. are so foreign and look completely impossible for a human being to accomplish Mm -hmm. that I, there was never a day that I could do any of the things she does. Like it's legitimately Mm -hmm. true, but Mm -hmm. female male gymnasts can do those things, right? Like they, at least a lot of them.
1: Unlike a floor routine, they can do the twisting and turning and jumping and like my daughter will just be talking to me.
0: Like, you know, she's, she's 10. We're in the middle of a conversation. And she's telling me a story, and then all of a sudden she'll just sort of start bending backwards, and then all of a sudden her hands will be on the floor, and she's just a like uh-huh. like the letter uh, U upside down, and her, her hands and her feet are still on the floor, but she's bent completely backwards. And you're it saying it looks like it's something out of the ring. You can't do that. I cannot. Wow. I can safely wow. say. Not only can I not do it now at 47 <laughs> years old, but there mm. has never been a day in my life that I could do it. Hmm. That's weird. Beginning to end. That's weird. I will never get there. Huh. So maybe there's something, but like you, you the the tennis one is, is an interesting example of this, right? Where like tennis, I actually prefer watching women's tennis over men's tennis because men's tennis is just 140 mile an hour serves for aces every point, right? Like there's nothing, mm. like nothing happens.
1: I you know, again, it's just, there's not a lot of points i love the tennis example though because yeah. we have hardcore proof mm-hmm. that what we say is backed up by absolute fact mm-hmm. proven fact uh in fact we had we had uh, uh was it, some pundit from i msnbc or cnn i forget which um Kelly Robinson, talking about how there isn't evidence of this, of like, you know, men and women, they're the same, and if you had, uh, you, if, if you put Serena Williams up against a man, she could easily compete with him.
4: Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about <clears throat> men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, mm-hmm. right? That they right. think that they could actually score a point on her. Right. Um, and it's just not the case. She I, is stronger I mean, guys, than that. Your-
1: oh, well, let's ask Serena Williams herself uh, about that comment.
4: I'm like, if I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 in five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, it's true. It's It's a completely, it's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster, Mm -hmm. and me, and um, Mm -hmm. they they -hmm. get they serve harder, they hit hard. It's just a different game.
1: Oh. Oh. Huh. That's weird. Weird that she would think that. Uh, that the greatest tennis player of all time, arguably. Yeah. And then she played the 203rd ranked man in the world. 203rd. Now, this was because they were at the U.S. Open in, I think it was 97. 97 or 98. She and Venus were talking to each other, and the guy standing behind them heard it. He was the 203rd ranked man in the world. They said they could beat anybody in the top 200.
0: Out, outside, I think it was outside, outside of the, the top, top
1: 200. 200 yeah. Yes, it yeah. was. It mm-hmm. was anybody outside the top 200. So at number 203, he's outside the top 200. He played them both, beat them both badly. 6-1, I think, in one case, and 6-2 in the other. They just played one set. Uh, but he destroyed them. And he said he didn't serve his hardest because he wanted it to be more competitive. Uh, so, so that was absolute hardcore proof that What they said at the time and they learned, you know, they learned. There was also a, uh, didn't the women's national soccer team play like a bunch of high school kids? Here in Dallas, the the women's national soccer team played the boys, Dallas, 14 and unders. Not, Not even high school. 14 and under and lost five to one. Lost five to one. That's and and
0: that's a five to one like, you, in soccer. Like if you were to put that in like NFL terms, it would be like 3000 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it would be the same thing as a th-
1: five goals in a game. I don't think it's ever yeah.
0: happened before.
1: Uh, right. I could be wrong on that. Right. Well, um, <laughs> the women's team also went to England fairly recently. I think this was just in the last 6 months to a year, yeah. yeah. And played a series of three matches against some of the uh, teams in the Premier League and just got, got destroyed. destroyed to the point they called the match. Yeah. They actually ended After it early. After 37 minutes, the, one of the teams, and I, I don't remember which English team it was, but they beat them 12 to nothing and it in wasn't 37 like, minutes. It wasn't like Manchester United. It no, wasn't It wasn't one no, of the top it teams. It wasn't one of the top teams in the Premier League. Um, it was just a team. And they played three of them, and they lost was by it? a combined 25 to 1 in those three Was games. it Wrexham? Wrexham, this
0: is the team that... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, people are telling me it might be Rexham in the other room. Rexham is the the team owned by Rob McElhaney and uh, Ryan Reynolds.
1: Oh, um, so I don't know if okay. it was that one.
0: Um, I don't know but, either. But it was but again Rexham, ugly. You know, I watched a little of that documentary, which was pretty pretty interesting of them buying that team and, and going through it. And I don't know much about the you know European soccer. I don't either. They do have one cool thing that I, I think. Would be nice to adopt one of our one of our real leagues of real sports, mm-hmm. um, which is the thing where like if you finish dead last, you go to another division. Yeah. And if you finish yeah, yeah. first in the under division, you move up, right. which is pretty fun. So they were able to that move up, uh, I think this past season, up to the whatever the Premier? higher division is. I don't think it's even Premier. I think oh. they were down two divisions. Champions League. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Believe me, I, us talking about soccer That's... is like sexy red talking about politics. <laughs> so I don't know that we should be doing it. Uh, but it is fascinating to to, it is. to watch because, and, and here's another layer of it being fascinating, Pat. The what you have given this half hour is an excellent argument proving the fact that there is a major difference between men and women in sports. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating about that is that you have to give it. There is. I know. Everyone I know. knows what you're saying is true, right. including the idiot you just played from MSNBC, who also knows what she's saying is idiotic. Yeah. But they are just trying to make this weird. Mythical world become reality. Yeah, it's not right. It Does not mean women are less than men as no, as individuals? It just means that they're not as good at sports, and we all know they're not as good at sports. We mm. can also probably all admit that white people aren't as good at basketball
1: as black people. I don't know why that is. <laughs> I don't either.
0: I don't know what but the reason it's obviously for that is. True, but it's obviously true. Eighty percent of the NBA is african-american mm-hmm. in a in a nation with 12 percent african-americans that's really good evidence that they're really good at that sport i don't mm-hmm. know why i don't know why it might be cultural might be something to do with their um physical makeup i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. man it certainly seems to be true But it's obvious we can all admit it there was a movie made called white men can't jump that at the time we all kind of just said yeah they really can't <laughs> that's kind of true It doesn't mean that white people are bad because of it. It just means people are different. Mm -hmm. And we used to be able to admit that in our country.
1: And you know who else knows this? Martina Navratilova. She keeps talking about it. One Mm -hmm. of the greatest women's tennis players of all time. I mean, she was really good. Really good. And uh, she just destroyed opponents back in her day. And she's also a pioneer. She uh, is obviously a lesbian woman who um who kind of plowed that territory, plowed that ground and you know cleared the way for a lot of other people to to be open about their sexuality. Sure. But she's not open to the fact that women that men <laughs> should compete against women. And she says it all the time. Yeah.
0: Very br- very brave way. Very brave. Honestly, because you get, this is the type of thing you get destroyed for. Now, you know, she has yeah. a very strange intersectional relationship with uh, the media and that like they used to just praise her all the time. Now right. they just, I feel like they've just come to the point of indifference with her. They won't, they won't say good or bad things about her anymore. Yeah. They can't praise yeah. her anymore because it's she's really saying true. stuff that's out of the line.
1: But I also think she's got enough points built up over the years that they don't want to completely trash her. Either. And she's 66 now. Yeah. What are you going to say about her? What are you going to say about Martina Navratilova? What does she care? Nah, she's a hater. She, she's just a, yeah. a nasty hater. Really? Is she? Is she? I, yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think what she's saying is common sense and mm-hmm. the truth, and you just don't want to hear it. So and something that every single person
3: knows.
0: Yeah, they all know it's true. Yeah. This is it's what's not so weird about our society right now. It's not like it's not like you know minimum wage, where like I say, hey, we shouldn't we should have a lower or no minimum wage federally, and and they say, oh well, you need one, and we go back and forth because they really believe they need. I think they really believe that we need one, even though I think they're wrong, and I think the evidence shows it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But and I really believe that we don't. That's not the case with this trans stuff. They also know what we know. They Absolutely, are compl- they do. They totally know what we're saying
1: is true. Yeah.
0: And yet they go out there every day and say the opposite anyway.
1: Yep. 888-727-BECK. More Patents 2 for Glenn coming up.
3: Join the conversation.
0: 888 727 The Glenn Back Program.
3: My Pillow is having a closeout sale on their percal sheets. Mike Lindell continues to give back to you with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me talk about my slippers and the Giza Dream sheets and the My Pillow 2.0, but the latest sale is on their popular percal sheets. These sheets are available in a variety of colors and sizes. Included in the closeout sale, the queen size sheets. Regularly retail for $89.98, but now they're $35. Use the promo code BECK. The MyPillow Percal sheets are breathable, have cool, crisp feel to them, they have deep pockets to fit over any mattress, and are extremely durable and machine washable. Limited supply, so now's the time to stock up for the whole family. Just go to mypillow.com, mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square. Get the mypillow percal sheets for as low as $25 for a twin set. 35 bucks for the queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECK, 1 800 966 3117, mypillow.com. Uh, app.
1: Uh, welcome. Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888 BECK. Pat, can we end the day with a
0: moment <laughs> of heroism from Al Michaels? oh uh this is something you might not mm. know about and mm-hmm. i didn't know about it until today either but it's it's one of the greatest achievements i think of humankind are you ready for it i am here's al michaels talking to chris wallace is
3: it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life that is true that is true <laughs> i was born when my parents were 18 and my mother hadn't even read dr spock at that point so she just let me have the the, the run of the uh, of the course and uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive.
1: But is it, is it just
3: possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. Please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I mean, I'm, really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. <laughs> i just don't even like the look of it and i surmise what it might taste like in terms of the texture of it i think a lot of it probably has to do with, it just doesn't look like something that would go down well
1: how I mean, great is that
0: <laughs> what a great thing to be able to say about yourself i've never wow. eaten a vegetable in my in my entire life
1: <laughs> It's knowingly. amazing never knowingly eaten a vegetable like i'm sure you know if you have a uh you know it's a
0: sauce there might be a vegetable kind of mashed up in there you don't know about right but right. he's saying and he never just picked
1: it just eaten one off of a plate in <laughs> his entire life. I'm pretty close to that. Yes, I'm you, close. Are. yes you are. I'm the closest uh, well, to that that person well, as far as people that I know of. But you're mostly vegetarian though, right? Mostly, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. As you know, mm-hmm. and I've said many times, I am mostly vegetarian. <laughs> You know, I except for a little bit of fish, yeah, yeah. and chicken, um, beef, right? You're beef, know, you're big on you actually big on a, beef. Lot of beef. Lot, yeah, a lot of beef, a lot of that's beef. A, that's
0: one of the exceptions. Uh,
1: yeah, it is. Um,
0: pig, pork. Okay, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm.
1: you're big on the yeah. but, <laughs> A lot of bacon, but I never a lot of bacon, ham, mm-hmm. but like never eaten bear. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> program. <laughs>